हिस्ट्री ऑफ हाउस ऑफ गक्सी अ स्टोरी ऑफ अ लक्जरी ब्रांड गक्सी इज अ नेम दैट एवरीवन मस्ट हैव हर्ड एट लीस्ट वन टाइम इन देयर लाइफ माय फर्स्ट एनकाउंटर विद दिस ब्रांड वाज व्हेन आई सॉ एन एडवर्टाइजमेंट इन व्हिच अ वुमन वाज कैरिंग अ गक्सी हैंडबैग लेट ऑन आई केम टू नो दैट इट इज नॉट ओनली अ हैंडबैग ब्रांड बट आल्सो अ फैशन ब्रांड whatever that you can think of in the fashion industry gucci makes it here i am ready to tell you how wild gucci is when it comes to design this article will tell you everything about gucci from gucci's founder to the most expensive gucci item available hang in there my fellow readers and fashion aficionados gucci like the mythological phoenix has regenerated cyclically reaching its centennial in 2021 passing through family feuds takeover attempts a near bankruptcy a public listing storybook turnarounds and even a murder which sparked the ridley scott film house of gucci starring lady gaga but the brand's allure endures Gucci wasn't the pinnacle of excessive glamour but it wasn't always this way Before big names like Harry Styles and Dakota Johnson became red carpet fans the luxury Italian label had a much humbler beginning Let's talk about that humble beginning History of Gucci From the brand name you might have guessed who is the founder of Gucci No No worries Guccio Guccio is the man who started Guccio in 1921 and here we are writing about it after 101 years Guccio Guccio established the renowned fashion company in Florence Italy According to Rebag Guccio worked as a butler at the Savoy Hotel in London before launching his own label Inspired by opulent hotel guests he decided to return home to work for Franzi a luggage company and studied leather artistry before starting his own business Guccio initially sold leather goods and travel items but eventually expanded into horse riding equipment as word of the brand managed to reach the ears and wallets of british nobles Expansion of Guccio Guccio's sons Aldo, Vasco, and Rodolfo eventually began working for the organization and its public image grew. But as per women's wear daily, they hit a snag in 1935. Italy was subject to a League of Nations embargo. Because leather was in limited supply, the brand was compelled to use alternative materials. Guccio's now famous interlinked diamond symbol was displayed on top of a particularly woven kanpa or hemp. Guccio and effects of WWII. When leather production resumed after WWII, Aldo Guccio designed the company's first pigskin bag. 
Guxi's first bamboo-handled bag in the form of a saddle is thought to have been formed around the same time as the substance became the clothing house's signature. Guxi had decided to embrace its famous green-red-green patterned detail by 1951. The 1950s were also a wonderful time for Guxi's store expansion. While there were already stores in Florence and Rome, Rodolfo Guxi expanded to Milan in 1951 prior to actually expanding to the United States two years later. As a tribute to Guxio Guxi's time as a porter, a Guxi store was launched at the Savoy Plaza Hotel in New York City shortly before his death in 1953. The founder of Guxi died only 15 days later, at the age of 71. Guxi and the Celebrities Guxi's sons carried on the family business in the years following the death of the man who started Guxi. Celebrities such as Elizabeth Taylor were captured on camera with bamboo-handled pouches and the horse-bit loafer with its legendary double ring and bar was introduced in 1953 when Jacqueline Kennedy was photographed with a Guxi bag in 1961 the fashion house changed its name to the Jackie at the same time it developed a logo originally used to attach bags that is still in use today the renowned double G Grace Kelly also had an impact on Guxi's designs Rodolfo Guxi gave her a flower scarf especially designed for her when she bought a bamboo-handled pouch in 1966. The flora print was inspired by an endorsed illustration by renowned artist Vittorio Acornero. More stores opened in the 1970s, including ones in Tokyo, Hong Kong and New York City and Guxi even decided to enter the beauty market with their inaugural fragrance. Guxi Number 1 Guxi Family in the 80s In 1981, Guxi hosted the first-ever ready-to-wear fashion show. The collection, which centered on the flora pattern, debuted at the Sala Bianca, Palazzo Pitti in Florence, Italy. Guxi experienced several significant changes and even some drama over the next few decades. By the early 1980s, Guxio's grandkids were continuing to work at the company and the family was clashing over who would be in charge. Rodolfo's son, Maurizio, eventually took over, forcing his cousins and uncle Aldo out of business. Investcorp, a holding company, purchased approximately half of Guxi in 1989. Don Melo, president of Bergdorf Goodman, and Richard Lambertson, head of accessories, were then managed to bring in to give the franchise a much-needed uplift. Real change in the house of Guxi the real transformation occurred in 1990 when a brilliant young creator named Tom Ford arrived on the scene. Initially, in charge of Guxi's ready-to-wear collection, 
He was appointed creative director in 1994. Maurizio Guxi sold the remainder of his stocks to Investcorp during this time. He was murdered in 1995, just a few years later. Ford is still regarded as the designer who truly revitalized Guxi, integrating hypersexual design concepts and campaign visuals. His Fall 1995 collection and sleek, minimalist 90s designs were huge commercial successes, and celebrities like Jennifer Lopez, Madonna, and Gwyneth Paltrow were all snapped on the red carpet wearing his pieces. The legendary Jackie bag was relaunched in 1999 with a few updates and quickly became the new must-have item that same year. The Entry of the Owner of Guxi Despite opposition from Guxi's former Domenico Di Sol, LVMH gradually began buying shares of the firm in the late 1990s. However, before the company took over entirely, Pinault Printemps Redoute, or PPR, investor Francois Pinault smartly became the main investor. PPR changed its name to Curring in 2013, and Guxi is still a part of the conglomerate presently. Ford and CEO Domenico Di Sol left the company in 2004 due to contract disputes with PPR, but not before bringing Fendi's recently departed handbag designer, Frida Zianini, into the mix in the hopes of bolstering Guxi's accessories department. Following Ford's departure, John Ray took over menswear, while Alessandra Facinetti managed womenswear. Giannini was promoted to accessories creative director. So now you know who is the owner of Guxi presently. It is Karin, and Guxi is its subsidiary. As of now, the most expensive Guxi item is the Guxi Stuart Hughes belt for the price of $250,000. Conclusion Guxi is not just a brand that rose to the heights without any obstacles. It got engulfed in major business wars but survived and came out like a champion. Family feuds and competitions are the reason Guxi came out strong. With that being said, we hope we were able to give you some valuable history lessons that might help you see what it takes to build a business empire. This podcast ends here. Thank you for staying tuned to our podcast channel. You can also read our exclusive posts on success and business by logging on to www.thinkwithniche.com Keep reading. Stay safe.